Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for sitting down with me today to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be with you. And today, I call this one, What is a Comparable Sale? Now, I raise the issue of asking what a comparable sale is simply because there is no clear or practical definition of what a comparable sale is in the appraisal literature. If you go to Mark Ratterman's book, he says comparable sales should have the same or a very similar highest and best use as the subject. The 15th edition of the appraisal of real estate says essentially the same thing. Now, these are authoritative sources, but let's face it, they're not highly read, nor are they highly consulted when it comes to residential real estate. Interestingly enough, USPAP itself, the USPAP document, does not have a definition of a comparable sale. In fact, Standard Rule 1-4, which is as close as USPAP gets to the sales comparison approach, merely tells the appraiser to, quote, analyze such comparable sales data as are available. Again, this is an authoritative source, but very few people read USPAP, quite frankly. Fannie Mae doesn't have any definition of what a comparable sale is either. It merely describes what it considers to be the characteristics of a comparable sale. For example, it says a comparable sale has to have the same or highly similar characteristics as does the subject. Now, this refers to the subject site. In other words, its size, frontage, depth, view, exposure, location, proximity to employment centers, downtown, recreation facilities, etc. It refers as well to similarity of room counts. That just avoids a lot of unnecessary adjustments. Similarity of GLA for the same thing, trying to avoid adjustments. Similarity of style. In other words, you're probably not going to compare a ranch with a Victorian. And then it requires a similarity of condition, again, to avoid a whole lot of unnecessary adjustments. This is why, as part of step two in the appraisal process, the appraiser, us, you and I, identify the subject's relevant locational physical, legal, and economic characteristics. After all, if we don't identify them in the subject, how can we identify them to recognize them in the comps? Now, interestingly enough, Fannie Mae does have what amounts to just a throwaway comment. It says, quote, appraisal accuracy, whatever that is, is enhanced by using comparable sales that are the most similar to the subject property, unquote. And interestingly enough, USPAP has nothing on what an accurate appraisal is. In fact, USPAP refers to an appraisal merely as credible or not credible. It never refers to an appraisal as accurate or inaccurate. Fannie Mae has 16 unacceptable appraisal practices. According to that, 
using a comparable sail that doesn't have similar physical characteristics, etc., as the subject, is what she considers to be an unacceptable appraisal practice. So therefore, according to Fannie Mae, we appraisers must select comparable sales from within the subject's neighborhood whenever that's possible, and we all know that it on occasion is not. Using a property as a comp that is not locationally and physically similar to the subject is also an unacceptable appraisal practice. One component of a comparable sale, according to Fannie Mae, is a lack of adjustments. The fewer the adjustments, or the low gross adjustment ratio, the GAR, is one indication of a comparable property. Now, we have to understand, and this is something that some lenders and a whole lot of AMCs just don't understand or appreciate, it is the appraiser who determines which comps are the most appropriate in any given assignment, not the client, not the lender, etc. Comps are not supposed to be exact replicas of the subject because exact replicas of the subject probably don't exist. But, according to Fannie Mae, they should be competitive with the subject and appeal to the same market segment and participants as does the subject. The quality and condition ratings for the subject and the comps ideally would be the same. Adjustments for their differences are sometimes difficult to extract from the market, thus are difficult to quantify. And then finally, according to Fannie Mae, an analysis of comparable sales, contract sales, and listings of properties that are most comparable to the subject property is what constitutes a well-done, properly constituted, credible sales comparison approach. So what does this all come down to? It's really straightforward. There is no definition of what a comparable sale is, despite Ratterman's description of a comparable sale as one having the same highest and best use of the subject. Therefore, it's incumbent on us, the appraisers, to make sure that the comparables we choose have the same physical, legal, and economic characteristics as does the subject, or at least those that are very close to it. We're in charge of choosing comps, not the AMC, not the client. And the reason we're in charge of choosing comps is because our boots are on the ground. Our boots are in the living room. Our eyes are on the property. So when it comes to choosing comparable sales, we have to understand there isn't a definition. There's merely a description. Therefore, it's up to us to choose them properly. How do we do that? They have similar economic, locational, physical, and legal characteristics, as does the subject. This is what a comparable sale really is. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I'm Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate. I look forward to working with you. If you ever need to consult with me, please do. My email is tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be an honor to work with you. Please let me extend my best to you and to your family. Be safe and well, and we're clear. Oh, and by the way, are your professional fees high enough? <laughs>